for Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Carafi's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is that Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. We want to thank our sponsor, Home Instead Senior Care. Since we began in 2017, Home Instead supported and encouraged us. We are so proud to be associated with Home Instead, a trusted, positive small business partner. Now, because we have over 7 million downloads in 2021, we get to expand our sponsorship. So let us know if you want to join us in catapulting positive, heroic messages into our culture. And we are in for such a treat today. Kristen Faith Evans, welcome to the show. Hi, Kathy. Thanks so much for inviting me. Listen, I am so excited to talk to you. We've been having so much fun behind the scenes. There have just been a number of excuses for me to call Kristen, and I got to (laughs) admit, I'm kind of getting so affectionate towards you, Kristen, that I feel like I might make up excuses to call you. (laughs) Well, it's been good laughing together. Yeah, no doubt. And if if, I just want to say to any listening and my our listening friends today, thank you for joining us. If you're wondering, I mean, it, this has got to be a great show because we can always tell. My producer, Roy, and I can almost guess which shows are going to be downloaded a ton because of all the junk that happens beforehand that's unexplainable. Like, I think of it as spiritual attack. And we were having that just minutes ago, Kristen. That's why it took us a minute extra to get a hold of you. So that's <laughs> actually a good sign. <laughs> isn't that crazy I'm going to give your bio I don't want to take up too much time because I really want it I want you to get to talk a ton today you've got a lot to say I know so let me just give you a little bit about Kristen so you can understand why I am so excited about having her with us on the show today she is an author a motivational speaker this is an LMSW which I had to actually figure all this out it's a licensed master social worker And she is the mother of two children with rare genetic disorders and complex needs. And that is why I really kind of responded and reached out to her. And we've just been building this sweet friendship together. Kristen and her husband, Todd, love ministering to other couples at conferences and through writing articles in their new book. She has a list of here of things she's written. I'm not going to go into all that. I have a few things about that I want to come back to, Kristen, but... I want to just say they live uh, in Tennessee when she's not enjoying life with her family, writing or working with clients. You can find her. This is the part I wanted to be sure I got to training for triathlons, reading and simply being out in nature. I want to start, Kristen. I mean, we could I could go into a lot more with your bio. What I want to talk a little bit about is. All mommies, no matter what their circumstance, get in a dark place sometimes. I mean, I did, all moms do. 
it's a big adjustment to having children. In your case, because of the rare dis, uh, genetic disorders that your children were born with, you have special challenges. And a lot of, like, even when I've called you in the last few weeks, oftentimes I find you're at the hospital. So a normal mommy day is tough enough, but your life is really complicated. And and as a mom, we all know when our kids are in pain, that's its own kind of pain and heartache for a mommy. So I just want to open this up. You have such a beautiful personality. I didn't want to start talking without giving people a little more context for the life you have, that you're the challenges you faced and the way you've overcome those things. So let's just kind of start there. And would you mind just sharing a little bit of your story with us? Yeah. So um, my husband and I have been married for 20 years. And uh, when we were married, our plan was to go into full-time ministry together, went to grad school with that end in mind, uh, became uh, pregnant with our son. We had been married almost five years and very quickly found out after he was born that he had an extremely rare genetic disorder. He was the 13th case in the world to finally wow. uh, be diagnosed. Um, they finally figured out what it was. Um, he was very sick as a baby, um, on a feeding tube in and out of the hospital. That's kind of when my journey as a mom began. Um, and nothing has been typical about my, oh, mom, wow. my journey as a mom. Um, you know, his, his whole life, uh, has been us battling, um, for him medically and developmentally. And uh, mm. he has a he has a lot of complicated um, things going on. He's actually doing very well at 15. Um, oh, he'll yeah. find us in and out of the hospital, but um, yeah, he's he's doing exceptionally well. When he was three, uh, we became pregnant uh, with my daughter, with our daughter Bethany Grace, and uh, pretty pretty quickly into the pregnancy, even at 12 weeks, I knew something was terribly terribly wrong with the pregnancy. Um, the, the pregnancy was a nightmare, uh, very traumatic, mm. which um, goes along with kind of my mental health story. I began suffering from PTSD before she was even born. Um, mm. Nightmare delivery, you know, they had said she didn't make it, fetal distress for six minutes. And I, you know, I just looked at the doctors and they said, get her out. Um, because I knew she was still alive. She's our miracle. Mm. And mm. Um, she's turned 12 now. Um, but after she came home, my life became even more complicated. I have a three-year-old who's screaming, still not talking, um, sick all day long. And her medical machine's going off um, after she come, came home from the NICU at three months. And mm. very quickly... Um, I began to become bitter because my life was not like other moms. Um, mm-hmm. And that began my spiral into a very deep, dark mental health crisis. And uh, my lifelong faith shattered in God's goodness. I just couldn't understand. Um, mm. So that's kind of where the story began. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to interrupt just for a minute and say you were you were informed by some of the doctors that there was such a small percentage of chances be, that this would be a repeat thing. So you didn't go into that second pregnancy 
of course, you probably had some reservation and, and alertness, but you didn't go in expecting that to come out the way it did because the second genetic disorder that Bethany Grace has is so different than your son's that, again, that was just such an unusual, unexpected outcome. So uh, it makes sense to me, Kristen, that you would have this questioning of what is going on, Lord? This is too strange. So talk to us a little bit about that so that moms can get a feeling for how that began to process for you. Yeah, I think anyone who, you know, has these hopes and dreams and expectations of everything going normally and having typical healthy children, um, or even women who their pregnancy doesn't go well or they, or they lose a child. Mm-hmm. Um, I think anytime that we feel like um, we have a loss over grieving, you know, it's having children with disabilities and medical needs. Um, you go through a period of grief. Um, and for me, you know, I felt like God had taken that blessing from me twice with two totally mm. unrelated uh, genetic disorders. The the doctors were just baffled. Um, they said, you know, they said things like, you won the lottery genetically, or oh my goodness, the, the stick, you know, just things you don't want to hear the day before Christmas. Um, okay, and we've so, Christian, we've got, we've, Kristen, we, we've got <laughs> two minutes. So I think I, I might need to ask Roy if we're going to the break because I know we lost a minute or two at the beginning of the program when we were having technical difficulties. Um. I don't know if we're going to the break. And so I'm going to kind of watch my, but I wanted to warn you. Um, let me, uh, oh, I feel like I'm wasting precious seconds here. So I want to sum this up a little bit in case we do go to the break. One thing I want to talk to you about, well, first of all, let me make sure people know how to find you because all that you're sharing, we're going to do two episodes today. So be sure and look for this. But her, our, our my sweet friend, Kristen, Faith, F-A-I-T-H, like, you know, you're full of faith. KristenFaithEvans.com is one place you can find her. But she also has another one that I, do you mind if I share your other uh, website, Kristen? Is that okay? Oh, please, please share it. Okay. So her other website is Special Needs Mom Blog. Now, there's some other special needs combinations out there um, and and special need moms. So you want to put it in that order, specialneedsmomblog.com. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio. So stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door. And the next house over is a grocery store. Help me, Toginet. You're my only hope. I want to start a podcast, but I simply don't have time. How do I take care of the details? Editing? Contacting guests? Where do I put it so that people can listen in? Fear not. The podcasting wizards here at Toginet can take care of all of the details because we provide full-service podcasting for all of our hosts so that you can focus on your message. We even build you a webpage that you can edit. And we send your podcast out to Spotify and iTunes so that your message is easy to find. Wow, you can do all of that? You've magically cured my anxiety. 
Where do I sign up? You can find all of our packages on our website, toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com. If you would like to talk to one of us, call us at 903-787-5880 or email us at staff at toginetradio.com. Want to move from coexisting to cherished? From isolated to influential? Hi, this is Kathy. Just for you, we have two books out now devoted to creating better conversations, life-changing conversational adventures. Marriage Conversations, From Coexisting to Cherished, is 20 chapters packed with easy, practical ideas. This is the book I wrote for my kids. It's brimming over with personal stories and stuff I learned the hard way. Then, The Well, The Art of Drawing Out Authentic Conversations explores over 40 different ways Jesus launched the woman at the well from lonely to leadership. You can find our books with our wonderful publishers, Cross River Media and Elk Lake Publishers, at local bookstores or at Amazon.com. Buy two, one to read out loud to your hubby and one to share with a friend. Order yours today and have your own conversational adventures tonight. What if I told you there was a new place for senior care? A place where mom's bathtub recitals are met with rousing applause? Where Lola the Yorkie Poo has the run of the place? A place where corn dogs are on the menu whenever? It's home, where mom built her life. Call Home Instead Senior Care at 1-800-455-CARE or visit homeinstead.com to learn more about in-home services like 24-hour care, memory care, hospice support, and meals and nutrition. Oh, miles and miles of Texas. Yeah. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Welcome back. We're with Kristen Faith Evans, and you can find her at that website, KristenFaithEvans.com, or at SpecialNeedsMomBlog.com. Kristen, before we went to the break, you were talking about how dark that place is when you're overwhelmed. I mean, I think most mothers, you can have postpartum and just very Mm -hmm. simple, you know, simple kids that are pretty low maintenance. And yet I found my kids were difficult just because I had never been a mother before. And so uh, it's hard being a mommy. I don't care what your situation is, but then if you add to the mix something as challenging as what you faced, that's a real test of faith. It really is. So tell us a little more of your story, if you don't mind. Yeah, so um, like you said, it, it, it can be a dark place, um, you know, as for any mom. But I had a, another special needs mom tell me when I was pregnant with Bethany Grace, um, you know, just that we had just found out. And she said, oh, that's a dark place. And I didn't really know what she meant. Um, but then after going through the trauma and um, by the time I came home after the C-section, I was already depressed and under so much stress 
um, my body chemistry has already started to change. Um, and then yes. after we brought Bethany Grace home from the NICU, you take getting the sleep, um, the chronic um, of her mm-hmm. going into medical crisis, rushing her back to the hospital, you know, and then as I, you know, I alluded to my faith, um, at that point, I just couldn't understand how God could be good um, and allow our yes. family to be going through this suffering because it was also impacting my son and mm. just just started down that dark path um, of questioning my faith had always been my anchor um, you know and, and I began to wonder if, if if God really wasn't good what hope did I have and um, and then mm. you add in mm. the isolation you add in you know you, you can lose a lot of your friends um, because they just don't understand what you're doing all day. You know, they tried to help me, but, you know, we couldn't go over for play dates. Beth was hooked up to four medical machines a day. Um, mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you isolate, you're not taking care of yourself, um, you know, in a dark place where I was just totally disillusioned with God and faith. And mm-hmm. uh, I just spiraled darker and darker and darker. And I did not mental health treatment um, for several reasons. One being uh, we were in Christian ministry. My husband was a youth pastor at the Mm. time. What would the church think? What would people think? You know, a lot of Christians don't seek mental health treatment. Um, That was a reason we didn't have the finances. I couldn't even leave the house and leave Bethany with someone else. So for a lot of reasons, I did not seek treatment. You know what? That's really good to know. People need to know that because when you're trying to comfort somebody at church on Sunday, that's a real practical thing you could do is step in and watch the monitors for an hour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I quit going to church as well. Um, oh, wow. You know, I had really good excuses, <laughs> but but I just didn't want to go anymore. I didn't want to have anything to do with God. Um, mm-hmm. I was so depressed. It got to the point. Um, I wasn't eating. I wasn't getting out of bed. Um, I finally, finally, my husband said, um, okay, I see now. Yes, you need to go for help, <laughs> which is which has always been a been a, a rough spot, you know, thinking back um, because our marriage um, started to become impacted by all of it and by him not supporting me uh, initially seeking treatment. So by the time I finally did seek treatment, it was really too late. Um, mm. My post-traumatic stress disorder um, was debilitating. I mm-hmm. literally could not see a pregnant woman without going into um, a complete panic attack because the pregnancy mm. was traumatic. I couldn't mm. see a newborn healthy baby. Um because it was just too much, you know. And so every time Bethany Grace had a little fever, I was like, okay, it's going to spike to 107 again. She's going to go into breathing distress. And she may have, but then she might have been okay. But I just I, I just couldn't. It became mm-hmm. unbearable. The stress, the anxiety, it mm-hmm. just became unbearable. Um, and there wasn't a whole lot therapists could do for me at that time. I didn't know about seeking specialized trauma treatment at that time and it came to a point where I just didn't want to live anymore 
I just couldn't mm. tolerate life anymore. Um, my hope in God was gone. And I also went through a series, a medicine cabinet of mm. the doctor prescribing me different medications. And I am for medications. I'm a mental health therapist. Um, but, you know, when you're, when you are switched 10 times to different medicines and they're not working, um, mm-hmm. one actually, the last medication change, um, was kind of the last straw and I had a, I had a bad reaction to it, but I was probably, I was probably headed down this road very soon. Anyway, I made a very, very serious suicide attempt mm-hmm. and it should have been lethal. Mm. Um, and waking up in the ICU four days later, after being on a ventilator life support, doctors looked at me and said, we can't explain how you survived. Medically, you, you, you've been given a second chance. We, we medically cannot tell you how you survived because you should have. Wow. Died. You know, I just um, want to inter- interject yeah. here. When you shared that with me a few days ago over the telephone that you wanted to add a suicide attempt into some of the topics we'd already decided on, I I just had a hard time picturing it because your whole, I'm not sure people are catching this today, but you are such an upbeat person. I mean, just talking to you, you're so full of joy. This is such a serious topic. I'm afraid people won't catch that. I think if you look, if you're if you're listening in and you look for her other episode, we'll probably lighten up in that episode. <laughs> this this is so serious and and so tender. I want to thank you for sharing it. You know, when you're the youth pastor and you make a suicide attempt, that just kind of blows people's minds. But the truth is, I know this from experience. I have dear friends who've either tried or thought about it. Those are two different levels, I, I think. Probably you might be able to tell me the answer to that. I, I hear people distinguishing between suicidal thoughts versus actually taking action. But either way, it's still it's still such a dark place in the enemy, really. This is why I knew when we started having technical difficulties today, I thought this is a spiritual battle. The devil does not. If you're listening in and you've been having suicidal uh, thoughts or, or even tried maybe or thought about or to plan something i just want you to know the enemy of your soul really wants that for you but the rest of us we want you to do what Kristen did and get you know stay tuned for the next episode but get some help and have that joyful life that she has uh, built where she blesses every new friend she meets including me okay that's the end of my little segment my thing i wanted to be sure i said Kristen, I just feel like you deserve that kind of credit. You're amazing. You're such a miracle. I'm with your doctors. God had a plan for you, and you weren't done yet. So tell us a little bit more. I'm going to watch the clock because I know this is going to go fast. Well, after after the attempt, um, I, I knew that God had given me a second chance. Yeah. And... And I wanted to live and I wanted, you know, to recover. I wanted to save my marriage. You know, I, I, it was such a painful experience being separated from God. I can't even describe how painful and agonizing that was, but I just didn't know how to reconcile my hurt and bitterness. Um, Mm. And so a couple things, well, actually several things happened. Um, 
I, I wanted to live, but I didn't know how. I just, I went home to the same pressure cooker of stress, you know, after two weeks of being in the hospital and, you know, was feeling better when I got home and then stepped right back into that life oh, that I couldn't oh figure goodness. out how to live, much less joyfully. Um, wow. I started with a new therapist. You know, I really, really was committed. Uh, I was committed before. I just did, committed to therapy. Um, I was committed to <laughs> after my, but, um, but, but committed to you therapy. So uh, well, and, and, and actually I can tell you there's a whole another side because when I went back to get my master's degree in mental health before COVID, yeah. I was actually serving as a local crisis counselor. Um, wow. and so I can actually relate, um, no, we've got two minutes left. So I, you, I want you to wrap that up with other the side that you love okay. most. Okay. So, um, my therapist said to me, I see three options. You can either go on living miserable like you are, you can attempt suicide again, or you can accept and embrace your life. And I wow. said, that third option is just not even possible. It's wow. too hard. Wow. So I came to that point of that of that crossroads of you're not, not going to believe this. Michelle Lazurik was just on the show talking about surrendering. And that's what you're talking about. You just have to embrace this beautiful life God created for you. It's so amazing to me how you can minister to everyone else. We have 30 seconds. Please don't miss what Michelle. I mean, uh, what Kristen says. Well, Michelle, too. But what Kristen says in the other episode and you, I'm, Kristen, I'm just going to cut you off. You're an amazing person to me. I can't wait to talk more about this with you. But I want people to know how to find you. You can find her at KristenFaithEvans.com or SpecialNeedsMomBlog.com. You can find all the stuff we've talked about today. I'll do a blog, and it'll be at KathyCrafty.com. Truth with a Texas twang. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week. Oh,